Welcome to episode 10 of Rising Tide Radio, the podcast for female leaders who lift each other up. I'm Jennifer Hogan, one of your hosts, along with my friend, Allison Apsey. We love getting to connect with you and hearing from you when an episode is especially relatable. Join us for a discussion about leadership and life lessons that will leave you inspired and motivated. Hi, Jen. Hey, I'm Allison. Allison. <laughs> I'm Allison Apsey, an elementary principal in Michigan. I'm passionate about finding the beautiful lessons in everything we experience and about helping others thrive. Hey, Allison. It's so good to hear from you. I can't wait to do this episode. I'm Jennifer, a school leader in Alabama, where I'm passionate about encouraging and empowering others to be their very best. You absolutely are, and I feel my very best when we are together, even from a long distance. Um, oh, on me this too. Podcast. So we have a great topic today. It's about making tough decisions, which we know as educational leaders, we are making tough decisions all the time. But Jen, you were telling me about an article you recently read on this topic. Yeah, I sure was. I read an article that I found on entrepreneur.com. I was intrigued by the title and the title of the article is the three questions entrepreneurs should ask before making tough decisions. And I thought- It is so intriguing. Yeah, yes. And I thought of us as school leaders, how we make those tough decisions almost every single day. So in the article, it gives us three questions for us to ask ourselves, you know, to make sure that we're headed in the direction that we really want to go. And so in the article, the first question that is mentioned, and it says that the first question to ask yourself is this, where am I running to? And Mm -hmm. that was so powerful, Allison. Um, And this is my connection to that question. It's so easy to make decisions when we're running from something, Um, you know, when we are fearful or trying to avoid something or trying to get away from something. Um, But we really need to be intentional about where we are running to. And I know that sometimes I've made decisions that satisfy like the here and now. And I really need to think about the long term effects of my decisions. Yes. And yeah. and I think even that, like that practice of picturing, like with this decision, where are we running to? That could be exactly. such a good habit to cultivate. Yeah. Like, where am I going to end up? I know what I might be running from, but where's that going? And is that going where I need it to go to? So I just, I thought that was the coolest way to start this article and the coolest question that I could start asking myself when I have to make a decision Like, where's this going to lead? Not just where's this going to lead to, but where am I running to? How's that? Yes. And, you know, I'm thinking about myself professionally and as a leader. And I'm also thinking about myself, you know, personally as um, a mom and a wife and a writer and, you know, a connected educator and like all those different components like picturing where I'm running to. Cause sometimes we just, I feel like sometimes we're on this hamster wheel and we're just spinning, mm-hmm. spinning, 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 spinning. And we don't pause, at least me, <laughs> I don't pause and think about, all right, wh- where am I going? Like, where is this headed? Cause I'm just, I'm achieve, achieve, achieve. And it's so good to stop and think about what's my end yeah. game? What's my ultimate goal? 
Yeah. And if we remember, this is, these are not, you know, the, the easy decisions that we make a jillion of each day that we're talking about tough decisions where you're really having to wrestle with what the outcome is going to be and what decision you're going to make. And so I think that's important to remember too, that, you know, we make a, a ton of decisions each day that we really don't even have to think about. These are the ones that we have to take pause with and really ask us this question. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I'm like picturing printing these out, hanging them on the wall in my office because all idea. three of these questions are so powerful. And, and I was so mm-hmm. glad that you shared the article with me because um, I was really struck by the second question. I've been thinking about it all week. And so I'm encouraging readers, like grab a pen. Okay. Remember the first question is where are you running to? The second question when making tough decisions is equally powerful. And it's, am I making this decision from a place of fear or faith? Mm. And when I think about fear, I think about protecting ourselves and being defensive. Mm -hmm. And when I think about faith, we think about hope for the future and trust in investment. And I think that's a really good question to think about when we're, we're making, like you said, those decisions that they're not, not the everyday run of the mill decisions, mm-hmm. but decisions that can have a really emotional, significant impact on the school and beyond. And are we making this decision from a place of faith or fear is so powerful. Yeah, I, I love that too. And, you know, when I think of fear, I think of, um, it reminds me of trying to maybe um, avoid change. So am I making mm-hmm. a decision that might keep me comfortable and not have to change? Or am I making this um, decision with faith? Because like you, I think of faith, meaning hope for the future. It's something that we can't see or be sure of, but we just know that that is the decision we need to make. And it does mean change most likely. So I kind of think of it, fear and faith as, you know, the change and no change, the comfort or the not so comfortable. Yeah. yeah, And change, you know, we've talked about this before on the Mm -hmm. podcast, but change can be so hard because we, there's intrinsic fear that we might not be able to handle the change in the way that we want to, or we might not be as successful if we take on this change. And that's an important thing to recognize as a leader. Mm-hmm. That's great. I, 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 this is just moving me, just getting to talk with you and talk through these questions um, is just really making me reflect on some of the things that are coming up for us professionally at our school this spring and some changes we're making curriculum wise and just some decisions that we've had to make as a school and as a district. And so um, it is just hitting home as we're having this discussion. And, you know, there was a third question in the article and the question asks, who must I become to lead in this decision? Mm -hmm. God, that is, that hits really home. That's like, you know, looking at the person in the mirror, what I love about this question is how it creates a need for us to really look inward, to look at ourselves. Like what are our strengths? What are our areas of growth? What's our personality? What kind of experiences have we had? 
And then we've got to term, determine if we need to grow first mm -hmm. before making the decision. And we also have to think about how we'll need to grow based on the decision we make. And this is a really, this is a really tough one. Are we ready to make a tough decision? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, those, yeah. th that question is really getting to me this week. Um, so like you, the first question was powerful. This one is really speaking to me. So, and, and I think it's a, that's a hugely reflective question. Like you said, mm -hmm. looking, looking in the mirror and, you know, Jen, when you said like, am I even ready to make this decision? And, you know, as a leader, we don't ever want to say, no, we're not ready, but it, it's okay to say no. Mm -hmm. And then right. take action to become ready. It actually is. It's even necessary to say, nope, that's not a step we're ready for, but here's um, like a baby step we can take to move in that direction, or here's the plan to become ready for that step. Yeah. And, you know, there, there may be someone listening um, to this podcast who needs to hear that, who needs that permission to, to, that it's okay to say, we're not ready for that step. We're not ready to make that tough decision. I'm not ready to make that tough decision. It's okay to say that too. Um, but, you know, I hope someone that's listening needs to hear that message and it will speak to them too. You know, I was just listening to um, someone speak at a, a PD opportunity we had recently, and she was saying that it takes 12 years to become an expert in something. And I just think about in education, how quickly things change. And sometimes we don't have that opportunity to develop that expertise. So it's just, it, that whole concept is, is making me slow down. And this question of like, are we ready for that? Or who do I need mm -hmm. to become? And, and how am I going to take the steps to become that, that person? Um, it's okay, yeah, to, to slow down. And it's okay to tackle like one problem at a time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great point, great point. So let's talk about, you know, just thinking about a tough decision that we've made recently. You know, Jen, what, which of these three questions really helped guide you in making the decision? Oh, wow. All, you know, all of these questions are so relevant and so important. And I think for me personally, I recently had to ask myself, where am I running to? So when we set goals and we make tough decisions, you know, it's important that we ask ourselves why. And I think maybe it's my age that has helped me to get <laughs> better spring, at this. Spring yeah. chicken. Well, when we know where we want to be, we can also work to have more of it in the now, you know? So I think that would be the question that um, is speaking to me right now. Like, where am I running to and why, where do I want to be? So that's the one for me. And, and let me flip that back to you, Allison. Which of these three questions have helped you the most in making some tough decisions? You know, as I was reflecting on, on all three of them, and, and again, the, the three questions are, where am I running to? Am I making, the second one is, am I making this decision from a place of fear or faith? And then the third one is, who must I become to lead this decision? Um, I was thinking about how I value collaboration so much. And I think one of the reasons why I value it so much is because it was absent um, 
in the beginning of my educational leadership journey. And I recognize because of its absence, <laughs> it's the value of collaboration became so profound to me. And I love now getting different perspectives to consider. And especially when making a tough decision, like I'll bop into classrooms to talk decisions and options over with teachers frequently. And I'm also lucky to have principal colleagues who I can turn to for advice or guidance. And this really helps me pause and make sure that I'm making decisions from a place of faith rather than fear. And, mm. and the, the beautiful thing, and this is my 16th year, I think, 17th, I don't know, uh, in, in educational leadership. And, and in the beginning, I think, because I was unsure of myself and lacked confidence, I felt this need to be right. But now I don't need to be right anymore. I don't need my idea to, the, to be the best. And I have really tried, especially over the past few years, to take myself out of the equation, like my feelings about um, the, the situation as much as possible out of the equation. And so I don't focus on how I feel, but focus on what the ideal solution would be and how we can get there. And I think that's where we can jump in and embrace this idea of making a decision based in faith rather than fear. If we can separate our emotions about the problem from the problem as much as possible. And there's never a complete separation. I totally recognize that. Um, but getting different perspectives and not being tied to being right is super helpful as we move forward with making the decisions from a place of faith. Yeah. And something you said about um, when you started out, you didn't have that collaboration like you have now. I can totally relate to that too. And um, part of that is becoming a connected educator and yes. being able to connect easily and quickly with people who do what I do. Um, so it really helps me to value collaboration in that sense also. And then um and like you said, you, you're making decisions from a place of faith rather than fear, because when you're alone, that fear can be overwhelming. And when you have other people in your circle, then you can step out on faith. So I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jennifer, you're um, an assistant principal in a high school in Alabama, and mm -hmm. I am an elementary principal in Michigan. <laughs> and, you know, for us to even have the opportunity to be connected is just such a beautiful thing. And I love learning from you and alongside you and and we both are connected with educators really across the world and and so any anybody listening really encourage you to get connected hear different perspectives putting these questions into practice is so much easier when you're surrounded by a group of people who are just cheering you on and want you to be successful it's so true. And, and to all the leaders out there who um, have an administrative team that they work with, I would suggest sharing this article with that team and then having some discussions like Allison and I have had, you know, about which, which of these three questions help you in making tough decisions. Which, what do you think about these three questions? Have you asked yourself these three questions? I think this would be an awesome discussion for an administrative team that works together daily, it would be a, a great article to discuss. Yeah, that's so true. And I'm going to really try hard to put the link in the show notes. Like I haven't really figured out how to do that. So we've put some links in our tweets, um, but mm -hmm. I will, I will work on that. That's a challenge for me 
this week. So I'm going to try to make that happen. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, I want to share our the resource that I want to recommend, especially because this is the week of Valentine, Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, it's the week of love, Allison. And <laughs> one of my favorite authors that um, I got to know when I was in college was from one of my teammates on my volleyball team in college. And um, she introduced me to Leo Biscalia. And he wrote a book called Living, Loving and Learning. And that was a, a great, I mean, it is an awesome book. It, it is dog-eared on my shelf. And there's another book that I have by him and it's called Loving Each Other, The Challenge of Human Relationships. And I just Ooh. thought this is, yeah, this is the perfect book for this week, you know, the week of love. And um, just because relationships are so important in the work that we do. And this um, book has chapters on, um, communication and loving each other in joy, loving each other in forgiveness, um, loving each other in honesty. Mm. Um, I really don't even know if this book, I guess it could be ordered on Amazon, um, but you might have to find it from a bookseller. Um, it's one of those kind of books that's been around a while, but it is really, really a powerful book. And it's, I think, a perfect book to recommend this week of Valentine's Day. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you and I love podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've been listening or have listened to this podcast at all, but one of the podcasts that I've been listening to lately is Oprah's Super Soul Conversations. Have you mm-hmm. listened to any? Yes, those are so oh, good, Allison. Yes. I love them. She interviews mm-hmm. incredible people, like a different person in every podcast and from Joel Osteen to Amy Schumer. And so they're motivating and they're full of great lessons. And I mean, come on, it's Oprah. But there's applications to both our personal lives and our professional lives. And it's just so uplifting. So in this this month of love or this week of love, listening to things that just fill our soul can, can help us give even more love. So I recommend oh, Oprah's Super Soul Conversations. That's such a great recommendation, Allison. If, if anyone is listening to this podcast right now and has not listened to those, they are they are amazing. They are just wonderful. Oprah is a terrific interviewer and her guests are just incredible. So I, I love that okay. recommendation. <laughs> Well, I want to challenge, I want to challenge our listeners, not only to listen to Oprah's Super Soul Conversation and to read the book, Loving Each Other by Leo Biscaglia. Also, um, I want to challenge our listeners to read the article um, and share it with someone, share it with a spouse, share it with your family, share it with your colleagues, your teammates. Um, I want you to, I challenge you to read the article and to share it with someone and have some discussion around it. Great challenge. And I'm going to just add a little bit onto that challenge. I challenge our listeners and maybe I'll make a graphic or something. Um, <laughs> I'm not promising, <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. Um, that has the, those three um, questions to consider when making tough decisions on a graphic, print it out, stick it up in your office, like having those easy access reminders as we're typing that email or doing the research about the new initiative, having them right there in handy can can help keep them at the forefront of our minds. Hmm. 
Mm, I would love a graphic, Allison. Please, if you, <laughs> I hope you make one. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Yeah, and I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to this episode. Um, we just appreciate you and um, all the positive feedback that we've gotten from you. We love hearing from you. You can share your challenges and treasures on social media. Use the hashtag Rising Tide Radio so that we can find it and share it also. We want to be a part of your journey too. So we appreciate all the feedback that you share. And until next time, remember that a rising tide lifts all ships.